Hey guys, welcome to episode 32 of CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Combo number 5, and my fellow host wanted super friends, but started with bad friends, and now is upgraded to regular friends, yeah. Big Tuck. What's so, going on? I almost say that's like, uh, oh, first off, hello, cats and kittens, or if yeah. I may, more, more topical, ladies and germs. So um, beyond that, no, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, this is uh, this is a deck that we've gone through a bunch, so I'm excited to talk about. Excited to see you, Mr. Combo. How are we doing today? Oh, we're doing all right. Are you okay? Good. Uh, you know, work's work's been crazy. Yes. Start, started the new fiscal year and all that kind oh, of good that's stuff. Right. Are you? Uh, is your company also on like the February? Yeah, yeah that's so strange. Why? It's a weird. I think fiscal it has to do. Year. I think it's something tax wise. Oh, because they can do the tax. They can have a better idea of what the taxes are going to be. Probably if it's in January and stuff. Yeah, sure. So uh, you know, work's been crazy with that. Uh, you know, God, I, I I told myself I'm just going to build an EDH deck like once every few months. Slow yeah. it down. It's going to be fine. Uh, you only, Everything's you only fine. Built two in the last is two months, it right? Silencia. Uh, or sorry, <laughs> well, Selenia. Uh, is it Orzov? And then I built, I thought, a couple at the end of 2019. I mean, I've probably built like 13 decks in the last year. 14. I mean, I just built one last month, and I'm poised to do the same this month. So yeah, but you don't... build yours for like 50 to $60. Very, very, very true. <laughs> Even my Orzov deck, which I felt was very budget, I spent 200 on. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's about... But with all these secret yeah. layers coming out, my money's just disappearing... I'm gonna so have to eat ramen noodles. Just, just wait till legend. Just wait till Commander Legends. Then we're gonna be in dire straits. Oh, <laughs> great band, by the way. Well, I have to go vomit a little bit, <laughs> and while I'm doing that, thanks for tuning into the podcast. It's only able to happen by our awesome producer Squeamy Gee and this production company, Rich Chaos Records, here in Kansas City. Squee takeover, so I can vomit. Uh, happy to go. <laughs> I'll grab the mop. I'll grab a little bit of Lysol. We'll clean I'm this up. I own a mop. Pine saw. I don't. I also don't own a mop. There's there's no chance of that happening. It's just going to be somebody with paper towels. <laughs> so how me. you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> oh lord, we're, we're, we're off the rails already. <laughs> well, if you want to know more ways to support quality content like this. Head over uh, to level1gameshop.com. They sell magic accessories like the sweet exclusive CMD Tower playmat and Matt Hunter Pack sleeves. Plus, you guys can put in the order notes if you would like the cast to sign the mat, yes. uh, which we did for one of our friends up north and Patreons. Uh, that uh, was, I believe, Derek W. That did. is yeah, definitely is. Derek yeah. W. Good friend. Uh, so, good friend absolutely, we will do that for you. Now, granted, our signatures will look terrible except for Squeeze, but hey, <laughs> that's what you get. Now, um, we've, we've, as mentioned before, Mr. Combo is, in fact, a functionally functionally illiterate. Um, Correct. I have the problem where I can functionally not write. I'm not sure what that term is, but my handwriting is real bad. So I, I'm. I take, I'm not I take none of now. this as as valuable to what you guys are trying to do. I got an NI, which needs needs improvement every single year in grade school in handwriting. <laughs> Bastards. Lord. Um, but, you know, they also do have a great TCG player store with an over 99% accuracy rating and crazy competitive prices. Also on the third Saturday of each month. And yes, that is tomorrow. We Ooh, do nice. a CMD Tower takeover. And even better, this weekend in Kansas City is Planet Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be at the convention center tomorrow, early afternoon. If you spot us, we'll give you a sweet CMD Tower sticker. Sure. Uh, you know, just watch our Twitter accounts to see pictures and clues on where we might be. Uh, another way to support the show is to head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash CMD Tower. We have four different pledge levels and rewards that vary from A, getting a cool shout out 
on this here podcast. Yes. Uh, thank you, Ian Cook and Will Yoder, what? both locals. Oh, uh, appreciate it. What? Oh, who's Will Yoder? He uh, joins a local. He's a local. Today. Yeah, I know. So I was gonna say, um, as customary, I've, I have a say something real quick to say, everyone. Uh, Why Yoder, Nick the Hotness, Chuck the Slice, uh, Derek W, uh, Friend of the Will. I'm going to get you, suckers. God, hopefully our uh, community doesn't grow more than 12 people or you're going to run out <laughs> That's of That's going to be quite a segment. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so that can happen. You guys can also get a CMD Tower playmat and sleeves. Um, you know, and of course, the free way to help out is just share the content you're already listening to. Every little bit of interaction from the collective does help. Um, and every episode, we do want to give a shout out to the music provided in the beginning and the end by Pink Royal. And of course, stay tuned until the end to get further details on who you can win that Orzov EDH starter bundle provided by Level 1 Game Shop. Just to recall, at the end of each episode debuting in March, we're going to announce one of the cards that will be in that oh. starter kit with the general announced on the last episode of the month. Very exciting. So, hey, just fast forward an hour and you'll find out. <laughs> uh, Bruise and Builds is our deck deck series. It's all about the decks that Big Tuck and I have in our Paths of 32. Each podcast, we're going to talk about one of these Paths of 32 decks, but hey, in a cool manner, we're brewing some beers. Brewing beers. Uh, so we broke it down into four categories. The first one's called Ramp and Setting Your Board State. We relate that to a grain build. Yes, and grains are the actual foundations of a beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually about a 60-40 ratio. Um, most of the malts, by the way, are usually roasted. It's very rare if they're raw, unless they're usually oats, which is kind of cool. Um, this helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of a beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats. And just like your grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards. Yeah, and then the next one's going to be, how does your board and hand interact with your opponents? We're relating that to a hop profile. Yes, and hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal and floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like IPAs. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. Yeah, then the next one's going to be, you know, how do you actually win a game with your deck? Now, sure, you may have did some crazy nonsense where you don't actually want to win, <laughs> but most of us would like to try to get that victory yes. one every 10 games. We're calling that yeast. Yes, and yeast are microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. Very similar to some decks, they are extremely finicky. Um, it adds the alcohol content and the carbonation. Without yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then lastly, in that deck building process, there's always these outliers. We kind of call these shenanigans. Pet cards and synergies that are in the deck that are just fun, sure. interesting, or like Big Tuck today, you convince yourself it's a hot, but it's clearly <laughs> a spice. We're calling that a spice uh, package. Some mistakes were potentially made, um, but again, not every beer has them, but spices and other additives help separate a normal stock beer from especially one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into jalapeno stout or the addition of hemp that turns an IPA into a hemp-based IPA. Uh, Sweetwater and New Belgium, for those who are interested in such a thing, they're not very good. I believe uh, a hemp PA? Hemp, yeah. Uh, not every deck has something that makes it pop. Uh, this one certainly doesn't. Uh, but if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. And then to seal the deal on this deck and this podcast, we have a bottle capping. These are going to be big Texanized recommendations to the deck that are under $5, under 50 bucks, And hey, just a personal recommendation with no budget. The only restriction is no mana, only lands. So without further ado, let's get brewing. Today, we're talking 
Regular friends unite. We, we are going to flip <laughs> the coin, friends. if you will. <laughs> uh, Big Tuck, this is your version of a, yeah. a Planeswalker deck. Yeah, this is my uh, super friends, if you will, deck. I like regular friends. Yeah, I like regular friends, too, because it's not bad friends, because actually yeah. what's weird is every time I've played this deck, I've won somehow, which I think just, and actually you were the first person who won it, which was pretty great. Um, so this is, uh, this is my take on it. Um, it's a very budget deck. Um, we've talked a lot in the past, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Combo, how sometimes these four-color combinations, you can kind of get lost in the wild. Yep. And, and similar to, like, some of them, like attra like the Atraxas and Breas of the world, and even, like, the Vile Smashers and Thrasioses, they kind of build themselves towards a certain way. Sure. Um, this particular commander really didn't fit anything besides, like, generic kind of group hug. Yep. Um, so the commander's actually Kyanos and Tiro Amilitis. So it's... All four colors except for black, yep. which sucks because a lot of good planeswalkers are black colors up. But what yep. are you gonna do? Um, it's legendary creature, human soldier. Build a Traxa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's the exact opposite thing you can do here. Um, at the beginning of your upstep, you draw a card. Each player may put a land card from his or her hand onto the battlefield, and then each opponent who didn't draw a card. So pretty much, um, it's a two-eight creature, huge butt. Huge Great, butt. Huge butt for <laughs> you should talk to my neighbor. You should, you should talk to my neighbor, the lawyer. Huge ass. Um, <laughs> so pretty much, it, how it boils down to is at the end of your turn, you draw a card and can play a land. Each of your opponents can either draw a card or play a land. Um, so, Mister Combo, you know why this card's actually very important in the Magic um, theology, if you will. Or you know, I, I I think it has something to do with these guys actually are in the past. And in some card art, they're actually statues or something. So wh why don't you tell us, Vorthos nerd? That's not good. They are, and I don't want to get into the specifics of it because people are going to get very angry. I'm pretty sure uh, it was a long, long, long time thing. ago in a galaxy far, far away. Correct. But um, these actually, so in the mythology, when, uh, was it, no, Theros? Yeah, it's Theros, right? Melitus? That's when, yeah, yeah. So these guys were actually the founders, if you will, the Romulus and... Romulan, who are the two people who founded Rome. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, um, but more importantly, the thing that's really cool about them is they're the first homosexual partners or anything uh, put on a magic card. Which oh, I really? Is, yeah, I did not know that. They were the first, yep, um, which I think is really cool. Now, Mr. Combo, do you know what LGBTQ card came out before this? Ooh, I think we have done this one. I Would think you got Alesha. Yeah, ex exactly. Alesha, very Which well done. Which actually wouldn't have one even come out before that in Ashiok. Oh, very good. Yes, because it's gender. He's yeah, gen gender it's neutral. Natural, gender neutral. Yes, but anyways, um, so. This deck is definitely the worst of the five that came out that year by, <laughs> some would say, a country mile. Um, and it's or what, one could say a Theros mile. Oh, like it. Yes. There we go. Very, very good. Um, but uh, so this deck actually, this was a sort of girlfriend or decks of past relationships because it started out as kind of like a generic good things. And then it actually was all allies Oh, all, right. all creatures, which was terrible. terrible. And then uh, Mr. Combo and I were talking about what to do with it, and I had just piles of Planeswalkers lying around. Yeah, you did not have a Planeswalker deck. I did not have a Planeswalker deck, so um, I actually just kind of slapped it together. And the weird thing is, it actually like works, yeah. which is kind of stupid when you think about it. Um, I think I think one difference in this it, compared to a lot of other Planeswalker decks is that the budget A is extremely low. Yep. I have like a couple cards in here that you could cut, and this could be like easily two hundred dollars, maybe lower. Um, which I think is which is pretty rad. Um, but I think this is a deck where it still kind of plays into the super or it plays into like the group hug 
theme a little bit where like you're it's kind of the illusion of movement yeah of like you're just kind of playing things and people are like okay and then you keep playing things and you're like okay so so here's the thing the the reason that this deck i personally believe wins games because i actually was the first to pilot it yes yes, i agree Uh, you was the first one and that was even pre half like the good planeswalkers like so another another reason why this kind of came into fruition is because i built this immediately after war of the spark yeah and we were like yeah we have like i have so many planeswalkers well i don't do with them that's actually why i think this deck works from a you winning games perspective uh because we did my super friends deck four or five episodes ago i think we could argue that almost every single planeswalker in that deck it comes to the table and people are like, oh, oh, oh yeah, no, here, yeah, here, gotta get rid here of that. We go. Yeah, yeah. I would say 60 to 70% of these planeswalkers, they hit the battlefield and it's like, all right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't like it, but right. I'm not gonna focus on it. Right. I'm not going to rally the table around it. Yes. And totally. what happens is that eventually enough of these enough of these turns end mm. up happening to where now you have three or four of these things down Correct. you have a value engine you have your commander out and now people right. are like oh we have to deal with this but wait i got to i got to be able to swing <laughs> through all of this right, stuff exactly. and now it's kind of too late yeah, I agree. and then your game winners come in and then it's just like we're dead and, and to your point like um the commanders like i think this actually commander suits very well to this because I you're actually too. helping people right and it's a great blocker yep. and people you know if someone's playing boros and they're like wait you're selling i can either draw a card or play a land for free Okay. But see, that's kind of where you always go into the politics aspect oh, sure, to yeah. be like, don't be an idiot, get rid of it. Don't. Right, it's, yeah. it's almost like this is a gentle terrorist. <laughs> yes, yes, very much. Like, like I'm helping it's everyone. Like, uh, it's like those like uh, a gentle terrorist. No, but there's there's been movies where they're like green terrorists or like How about e- this. This is like a Pablo Escobar to the people. He's oh, helping, yeah. <laughs> but in the shadows, yes, he's, he's killing. Yes. Or Robin Hood. But he wasn't really a terrorist. He wasn't a yeah, he well, I, to this that's, day, that's, I that's think not, he that's was. Not, let's stop Slippery now. Yeah. <laughs> that gets into a lot of so, things. Kind of getting back from a deck perspective. Yeah, sure. Some things that I did notice. Uh, your green is just about spot on. Yeah. All your other colors need work. Yeah, they do. And I think that's also a carryover of... I like. I, there's a while where I had like a ton of tapped lands in here, sure. right? And I just like... I haven't put this was literally a deck I just threw together of cards I had. So the the land base does before need some Big work. Tech started actually. Yeah, before I actually started decks. caring about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it needs some work. I think it could. It, 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 I think there's there should be a chromatic lantern in here. Yep. Yeah. So that that kind of helps. But I don't have really tutor it. I was gonna talk about that card. Oh, I'm kidding. I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> interesting. See, but but to your but to your point, like I think similar to my um. So I I. <laughs> I tore it down and rebuilt it as my general Tazari deck. And notice that it's like, if I spend $30 on lands, it's just significantly better, yeah. right? Like I don't have all three, I don't have all the tap lands. I could use some, te- even like basic things like temples, um, cycle lands, that sort of stuff. Uh, and yeah. you look like you're confused. I thought I touched something, but then it's not there. I assume it's a cat. Could be a cat. I don't uh, think so. Cause big kitty is sleeping right <laughs> under big tuck. Oh, hey. All right. Uh, so from a CMC yeah. perspective, you're at three five three, which is actually respectable, right. considering what your commander does, which is rank. Right, right, and like, and that's one thing too that I looked at this is like there has been a lot of games where I played this and I've been flooded with mana and have nothing to do with it. Right, like mm-hmm. I don't really have a mana sink, um, and that's something that I'll address during my bottle capping, where it's like I think I I think I ironically have too many sources of ramp in it 
that don't do anything else. Sure. And just kind of sit there. Um, so I thought you could kick out this. I remember during the Atraxa, I think I had some big heavy beer. So today I actually just picked these up. They're quite good. So this is a new uh, sort of beer style where it's a hoppy IPA, okay. but they are very light. This is a 4% IPA uh, coming, from our friend, coming from our friend Lagunitas. This is their daytime. All right. It's not the best beer in the world, but... Ooh, there's just a little bit left, so this, I got that after yeah, spit. Exactly. It's really great for, I don't know, 12.01 in the afternoon. <sighs> I mean... Yeah, it's uh, weird, right? It's one of these where it's like if we went to... We're in our 30s, and we decided to relive our college days, and someone had a 24-pack of that, and that was yeah, all that was there. Exactly. I would be willing to drink that versus if there was a 24-pack of Bud. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, and actually- High praise indeed. That's why, and actually, <laughs> honestly, that's why I kind of like these, because like it tastes better than a Pilsner, for me, who likes hops. Yeah. Um, But you can, they're 4%, right? And you um, you, they're actually good. Some of them market them to have like after a workout, which is something I don't Ridiculous. really do, because I don't really- you know, drink it 11 o'clock in the morning. So anyways, no, ah, well. oh, yeah. depends on the day. But anyways, so no, right. this, this sex actually in reality, the sex is really fun. Cool. Um, if you're, if you're looking to do, if you're looking to build a planeswalker deck, this, there's certainly ways to do it. You don't need to be $4,000 sort of sure. things. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get into this deck. Yeah. Cause I need to slaughter you on how you categorize it. We'll start with that rampant grain build guys. Big tuck start us off. All right. So this is a shout out to, um, and you'll notice there are quite a few more of the spark cards in here, um, which we'll get to a little bit later so um i honestly think this is one of my favorite ramp cards especially in a deck like this we talked about it uh one to two weeks ago so aberral grazer yep yeah so colorless uh zero three uh, creature beast it's a common uh with reach which actually is very important so when it enters the battlefield you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped great I, I honestly think this is really good, especially, so for me, a lot of different things come into this, right? First off, it's a blocker, an yep. early blocker, so your, your Planeswalkers at least have something to go through, right? Drakes doesn't get through it, Zombies doesn't get sure. through it. Um, the fact that it's a land, not a basic land, is critical when you're and running. And you're playing those budget tap Yes, lands. absolutely, and, and out the gates. Um, I, I think this card's way better than people think it is. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't run it in a lot of decks, but sure. I would say any five and four color decks, sure. It's pretty good. Um, if, you know, if you're not going for that speed efficiency right. and it's just like, oh, we're just kind of slapping some stuff right. together for 50 cents. Yeah, sure. this this will work. And it's going to go. I think this is played right now in standard. So that price is going to plummet at some point. Yeah. Um, I just think it's cool. Like if you're like me where you run more of a budget land base, the only thing where the thing I like this as opposed to like a Wood Elves or, you know, Sylvan Ranger or something is that it is a land, right? It's even if you're fetching a land to Battlefield. You might run out of non-basics. Probably won't happen in this one, right? Sure. You might run out of basic lands. Um, you never know. I think the only thing that sucks with this is it's it's potentially kind of a dead draw later Correct. in the deck um, or later in the game. But you could say the same thing about those other cards that fetch you too, right? It's just like, But that's oh, a free shuffle effect. Sure, fair enough, which I agree with is worth it. And again, you might get stymied and not have one in hand. Like It's like when you get an Explorer. However, your your commander is drawing you cards, and I'll be thin through that. So um, this deck, I think, really, or I'm sorry, this card really, really works in this deck quite a bit. Yeah, no, 100% agree. I mean, ideally, you want to get it turn one through three. And then I personally believe late game, it's probably not doing you anything. No, not because no, your commander's not, really, yeah. not drawing until the end turn. Right, not an upkeep. Correct. I think if your commander do an upkeep, this card be good no matter when. Sure. Um, but but, you know. but again, like and even then, like I just like the fact that it's I don't run a ton of creatures in here, 
And just the fact that it can block and has reach. Sure. Fair enough I mean, for me. I would yeah. say if you, uh, oh, no, if it's already there, Birds of Paradise. Yep. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, gold, gold bird. <laughs> gold bird. Well, um, what do you got, what do you got for your mine. first one? Uh, shout out Dana Roach over at uh, the EDH Retcast and CMDR Central. This is actually his commander for his Planeswalker deck. Oh. We're talking Jeru. Oh, eyes, eyes open. open. Eyes wide open. Yeah, he runs a mono white Planeswalker deck. Yeah, you, uh, oh yeah, you were talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and apparently it does some work. Uh, so this is three colorless <laughs> white white. It does some work. Does some work. Uh, it's a 4-3 Vigilance. When uh, Jeru ETBs, you may search your library for a Planeswalker card, reveal it, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Great yep, five mana tutor yep. with a four three body on the ground to block, uh, but then the even I think more relevant part because you play a lot of the wars where you're just ticking down. Correct. Uh, if a source would deal damage to a planeswalker you control, prevent one of that damage. Mm-hmm. Well, one of your planeswalkers may be sitting at one, and someone may just have a one one yeah, in the ready air. Ready to get in. Well, not going to do anything. Yeah, and, and again, like two like. What do you do, giant growth, your one Yeah, yeah. oh, you got me. (laughs) Muscle burst? (laughs) Ah, you got yourself. Um, Yeah, I I agree. Like, I think this card's really cool. It's 48 cents. Um, I was kind of thinking about this earlier. I haven't actually been able... I've only played this, like, maybe twice. But is it because you haven't had it in hand? No, I mean the deck in total. So, again, so I don't have a ton of experience (laughs) with it. But, like, the more you think about it, right, like, a lot of times, uh, Planeswalkers really get beefed up to... They really get beat down on, like drakes or those sort of things where it's like a lot of small flyers yep. and going from two to one in this deck where there's a lot of ways to proliferate a lot of ways sure. to pump those triggers up um and those and those loyalty counters up i think it's really important i think that one damage it might be enough to get you to where you need to go well exactly and if you know people are just swarming mm-hmm. i can outnumber you well you put this down and it's like well you can hit it with a hundred drakes right not going to change anything exactly totally so, no well, i like it it's it's probably one of the best search cards i've thought about putting thalia's lancers in here but i don't have any other legendary so that doesn't do anything with it yeah the only thing i you know i mm, if i had more what, is that a four four it's with first six strike? it's six four 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 first strike that it's not tutors, six it's three colorless white white is it yeah yeah and then it's a four four with first strike and gets you legendary but so, that's it i think it's just the difference of would you rather have the first strike or, or the vigilance, would, or actually, but like this one even helps I, your planeswalker. Yeah, so I think, I think, it, I think that even, extra damage thing is good. Correct. What's your next one? Um, my next one is gonna be. This is kind of a sleeper card, and I've seen this played in more decks than I thought. So contentious plan. Okay. So colorless in a blue, um, draws you a card, which is fine. It cycles itself, but more. And it's a sorcery. It's a sorcery. Thank you. And but more importantly, it proliferates for free. So granted, like. Ideally, you want to play this like mid to late game, and yep. then that gets your ones once more. There's a lot of effects in this where I have like add one counter or you know put a loyalty counter if that or proliferate if this and that sort of thing. Um, the only thing that sucks is like this can kind of be a weird card when you draw it early, where you're kind of like, like do I do I want the card draw and like try to wait for a proliferate? But honestly, I feel like a lot of the cards in this deck. They have a home yes. at a certain point yes, in the game. Yes, I agree. Like your Abriel Razor, Grazer, you'd really want early game. Yeah, that's game, early game. But yeah. contentious playing, you kind of want late of, game. Yes, exactly. Or, or, or mid game so or anything like, like that. It's like they each have kind of a home, which I think is interesting from a deck building perspective. Because if one of you guys wanted to build this deck, you could probably lay out the cards and say, okay, yeah. this is my early, early game, game set, mid, late. Sure. 
do I have enough of whatever to Correct. kind of sequence through in law of probability? But, but what's like, what surprised me at this that I've seen before is I've seen this played in like a lot of different decks, right? So like hmm. super friends, in fact, plus one, plus one counters, oh, well, all these sort of things yeah. like that matter that this sort of thing matters. Um, and I've seen it played before and I've seen it do a lot of work, huh. which I know is just weird because I thought the same thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, this is fine. Again, war of the spark, sure. go figure, go figure it out. Right. Like I happen to have seven of these lying around. Um, and I just loved it before that set came out. Everyone was like, they're never going to print proliferate yeah, 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 again. Yeah, you, idiot, you idiot. That's completely broken. Oh, wait, an entire set for it. But yeah, um, I think it's, I think it's worth it. Um, Worst case scenario, if it's a dead card early, you can at least replace yourself and hopefully get into something else, landing it or anything like that. Best case scenario, and like we didn't talk about this much, but like what what's happened in this deck before is like I'll do cascade. I'll like you said, like I'll planeswalkers out and they're kind of doing nothing, and then in one turn I'll be able to proliferate or add a bunch of low oh, counters yeah. and then like cascade ultimates, and like it's kind of over. Yeah. So again. Not a flashy card, nothing really super exciting, but I think in this deck it, it finds a really good home. I mean, I kind of wish it was at instant speed. Yeah, yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Like, I'd be fine with them upgrading it from a common to an uncommon. And putting it at instant speed. And yeah. putting it at instant speed. And even if it was one of those sorceries at uncommon, same thing, colorless blue, but then you could pay two additional colorless yeah, and to cast, play it yeah, instant speed. Cast instant speed I, I, yeah. think that, I think that flexibility would be would nice. I don't think it's broken if you do that. But no, probably not. Yeah, no, but, but honestly, I think even early game, when you're making the point of it replaces itself, I would never cast this early game because your commander draws you a card. Unless you're desperate. Desperate. Desperate, yes. desperate, desperate. Yeah. Cool. So what, what was your second one? So my next one, I'm talking about a land just because oh. I'm actually not a big fan of these kind of lands, but I this actually works. So we're talking interplanar beacon. Yeah. So this is a land, and it says whenever you cast a planeswalker spell, you gain a life. All right. <laughs> uh, it taps get colorless, wrecked. which is great. Uh, but it's a filter land, which guys mm -hmm. usually filter lands you put in colorless, tap it, and you yep. get colors you need. I am not a big fan of these because usually you end up netting it in my mind negative one right. or just break even. This one though, you put in one and tap it. So in theory, only two total lands, but then you get to add two mana of different colors. colors. Correct. Spend this mana only to cast Planeswalker spells. A lot of times those old filter lands for like the Demir, you put in a blue or a black, and then you either get black, black, blue, right. blue, blue, black. But if, what if you needed a red in that? Well, that, that's well, like, that's, that. that's the good filter lands. There's also the ones where you pay one, tap it, and get like blue black out of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. right. So those are like, the, those are the bad ones. And, and this, this is a 30 cents. Yeah, I think it's great. And like one thing in this deck that I, that I've started to realize is like a lot of planeswalkers are, they, even though they're not meant to be, a lot of them are kind of battle cruisery insofar as like they, the good ones cost more mana, right? Sure. For, for planeswalkers. When you're playing regular planeswalkers, some of them cost a little bit less. So it's easier to start getting life gain out of it. Um, it's easier to start getting this into feeding into things earlier um this isn't this has never been a dead draw whenever i've had it and i've had it most games i've played i think and yeah. it just helps filter out um again from War of the spark so i guarantee you have them lying around i uh, guarantee it will not be going in a track six i got way better yeah, lands yeah exactly that. yeah if i could have an Aberduel instead of this but here we are <laughs> all right what is your last grain so um this was a card that actually you inspired me um, so this also sort of turned into a Johnny tribal. Oh. <laughs> um, so we're talking a Johnny steadfast. 
really good card. Yeah. Um, and when I first read it, I was, seven dollars. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it was brutal. I think I might have got this from level one for five though. Oh, oh the discounts, plug. the plugs, um, shout outs. So three colorless white for a legendary planeswalker Johnny comes in with four. It's a mythic. Okay. What was that? What? <laughs> I thought we were, I, it must, the, the joint's haunted. So plus one doesn't really matter. Uh, until end of turn, target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. Well, and to, to correct what Big Time, it's up to one. Up to, yeah, right. Uh, so so you, don't, you can plus it without having to target. And sometimes, like, you can get some life out of your commander. Yeah. People have actually, I've actually seen this commander built as Voltron, which is bizarre. That's <laughs> yeah. Bad. So, um, and then the minus seven also, I doubt will ever happen. Um, you can emblem with if a source would deal damage to you or a planeswalker you control, prevent all but one of that damage. I've done it. Have you really? Yeah. Well, you also have the season and whatnot, which is clearly missing from this $200 <laughs> build. Um, but more importantly, minus two is put a one, one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each other planeswalker you control, real good. which is really good. So, so what I've started to do in this deck, and what I'm continuing to improve it, is I try to put in as many planeswalkers that create tokens sure. instead of creatures, right? Sure. So there was a while where I had piles of creatures in here, and then what I'm trying yeah. to do is cut them for planeswalkers that, create, make tokens. that create creatures Correct. and tokens and whatnot. Fair. Fair. So um, generally that's not how I've won with this, but still mostly it's for blockers, right? Like you, run, you want to run a bunch of planeswalkers, but they're going to get attacked. You can chump out tokens. This one, even on its own, so pretty much you have four, four mana proliferate twice, Yep, which is pretty good on its own. Um, again, the plus one, if you need it in a pinch, can might be able to help you a little bit, but mostly it's there for that minus two. But, right? but it can be there to like where if he's yep. your turn four play, I'm just gonna plus it and I don't need a minus. Yeah, it. exactly. No, um, maybe maybe I'm not maybe I'm not gonna get the crack back that sort of thing. But, but this would be the type of planeswalker, and we'll talk about some others that won't be on this. But this would be one of the ones where it lands, people read it, and they're like, uh, 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 you're never gonna get that ultimate off. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, for it's sure. Not yeah. One that's gonna get ignored. Correct. It definitely draws the ire. Yes. So it's not one you necessarily want to play on the turn four. Right. Yeah. Question, you want for you. Yes. If this is your only turn four play. Do you play it? Or do you just pass? Because, you know, usually it says you basically time walk yourself if yeah. you're not playing, you don't do it. And I can't cast my commander. Cannot cast your commander. I'd have to see. I'd have to see. I'd have, uh, I, 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 right. I, I don't I don't think I would. I wouldn't like windmill slam it down and be like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. One, one yeah. elves. Wait, there's four of you. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and I'll pass her. No, um. God, it's hard. Okay. I I don't think so. He just seems like such a mid to late game card. Yeah, right. That like, you're probably only playing him if you have at least three other well, planeswalkers. I, I, think this is one, I think this one, I've never seen this in the wild, period. Your deck or otherwise. Like, oh, I've really? actually never seen this. Huh. So I feel like this is going to be one of the cards where you play it down. And you're like, don't worry about this. It just gets, it just gets, it just gives you loyalty counters on none of my planeswalkers. And then some person at the table is gonna be like, wait a minute, and like pick it up and read it. And they're like, no. Like, <laughs> here's three, here's three beasts on it. It's dead. Oh, you mean kind of like that uh, one planeswalker that I had that I was like, I'm never gonna ultimate yeah, this. Yeah, and then, and I then, then you ultimate it. Yes, exactly. Cool. Okay, so you got one more, right? I do. Got right, one what do we, what more. we got? So Birds this is. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a bird. Uh, this is a, bird a, an amazing card. We've seen it do work. Patreon supporter Dan, uh, friend of the cast. Oh, yeah. We're talking thrumming bird. A bird horror. It's a horror. It's Colorless blue, bird horror, 1-1, one, one, flying. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. Yeah. This thing has done Work in Pier and Toothy. It does work in Planeswalker decks. It's so good, which is ridiculous because it's a one it's a one. Bird, yeah, and you, but like to your point, most if you're playing like a black, if you're playing like a black red deck, you're like, all right, they don't play flyers, nor can they deal with them. What do you mean? Yes, they do. Black the, red. That's demons. Not, not like yeah, but like not insane or early game. There's always gonna, Fair. There, there's always gonna be someone you can get in the red zone with this with. Sure. Oh, I guarantee. Let's just talk both sides. Uh, yeah. mono red. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Mono dragons aren't coming out yeah. to turn six seven right. anyways. Um, there's also I was almost gonna talk about this, but it's it's. Sister card, Grateful Apparition, is a colorless and a white. Woman Flyer, whenever it deals combat damage to a player or Planeswalker, proliferate. Also from War of the Spark, so figure that one out. These creatures are worth their weight in gold. Yep. Um, flyers are good. Dealing damage is good. Proliferate is good. Enough said. And this is what's so frustrating with Proliferate. It's like... When you think about it, you're like, oh my god, that's so good. But then you think about it, and you're like, no, that's really only good in, like, three kinds of decks. Yep. Like, in fact, yeah, in fact. Honestly, where I think proliferate should have been worded, because I do think it's too good as an effect, the yep. wording should have been um, on all permanents and or players with counters on them, give, give each another a counter. To where it's like if you wanted to do it, everything. everything with counters oh, gets it's it. not selective. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. So if you have like minus one, minus one counters on your stuff, you still have to it's do like, it. It's yeah. like, do, uh, do I want to do it or do I not want to do it? I think that would actually be a more contained way. Well, to yeah. And to your point, then you're like, shit. Do I really want to give someone another experience counter? Yep. Right. Like, I don't. Or I don't know. do I want to give myself so, another infect another counter? Infect counter. <laughs> yeah. So it only pushes. It only takes one more for try for the hordes to go through. So yes. Throwing bird is the nuts. Yep. Unless you're dealing damage. Oh, yeah. Ugh, Lear correct. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to wrap up that rampant grain build. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is how do you interact with your opponents and their board states with the hot profile? Uh, I'm going to start yeah, please this do. off with one of, you know, I've realized one of the things <laughs> that's helped me is I was not a big I'm not a big Vorthos person, but I have found favorite characters in Magic. And honestly, Planeswalkers have really exposed me to more characters than honestly legendary creatures. I could I could talk about more Planeswalker characters than I can legendary creatures. And I think, uh, I, first off, suck it. Oh yeah, facts. Uh, thank you for thank you for picking up where I was yeah, uh, no clearly asleep. I saw you not paying attention. There. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna let him run. Uh, no, I think the so I think the reason why is because you see them like. We've seen Tesa now once since we really started playing, oh, right? Sure. And, like printed, right? Whereas how many times have we seen Jace? Yeah. How many times have we seen Vraska? That's fair. <laughs> right? Yeah. Top so, of mind. Well, and, and again, you know, like we've talked about how Planeswalkers are very powerful. Um, and again, my 2020 resolution, play more Planeswalkers. If there's a reason. There's a reason why. <laughs> I miss comment number five and I support this message. <laughs> but again, I like, and I know you like them. Like yeah. the mechanics are cool. You just see a lot of them. But what, so, so which so one's yours? Th this is one that I have, as I see him in these deck techs that we do, 
I'm like, gosh, he actually is, I believe it's a he, one of my favorite, <laughs> Dovin Hand of yeah! Control. Uh, Dovin, yes. Yeah, I know you have two of them, but I the do, Hand of Control sure. is the one that I wanted to talk about. So it's two colorless Azorius, so you can pay a white or a blue. Yep. Legendary Planeswalker Dovin uh, that comes in with five loyalty, and this is a war Planeswalker, so it does have a static enchantment-like ability. Correct. Artifact, instant, and sorcery spells your opponent's cast cost one more to cast. So, so good. <laughs> I mean, usually it's attacks on incident sorceries. Correct. Yeah. Non-creature. So it's very, but you know, when it's just like, well, hey, it's just artifacts, incident sorceries. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe the Reese player is like, all right, I could care yeah, less. I, it doesn't matter to uh, me. <laughs> but then you're going to have like maybe the combo player that's like, oh, uh, uh, my, precious, my precious turn. But I think he just ordered a bunch of zero cost artifacts. You ruined it. <laughs> and then he has a minus one ability because it's the only ability he has because yeah. he's an uncommon. Uncommon. Uh, until your next turn, prevent all damage that would be dealt to and dealt by target permanent and opponent controls. So this is a Planeswalker, like I talked about earlier, that you could land it. Maybe one person cares, but most likely it's yeah. just going to sit. Well, it's annoying, but that's about it. And and to your point, I think something this is a very this can be a very political card where you're like, hey, uh, this guy's playing Voltron or has some horrible beast out there. Yeah. I'm just going to shut him down. Right. He doesn't have anything else. And you guys are free to do what you want if you're willing to pay a little bit of tax for it. Yep. And, yeah, and totally un agree. And unfortunately, one time I actually scooped on myself. This is this was the pre. This was literally out of the box when I played it. I okay. played an NTG Magic Fest, and I somehow assembled this horrendous stacks nonsense <laughs> where I I couldn't do anything. No one else could do anything, and I was just like, if I can't win next turn, I'm just gonna quit because this is gonna go on for hours, and I'll let you guys do your thing. I was like, exiling creatures, and this actually was like the piece du resistance. Really? Yes. Is there like? Some guy was stuck on mana, so he's like, one more is backbreaking. Another yeah. person did, I think that other person was playing Voltron, and I was like, all right, you have to deal with Planeswalkers? <laughs> no? All right, well, I'm going to go to my turn, play two more, and go from there. So, again, I think this is, I think to your point, this is one of those cards in here where, like, this is like, you look, like you'll see these cards come out and you're like, what is happening here? But then yeah. you don't realize like the value that you're getting turn after turn. It's kind of like the turn three propaganda or ghostly prison. Yes, yes, absolutely. People are like, that's annoying. But well, there's, pl there's plenty other targets. Plenty there's other things. Yeah. But then it's like turn ten through fifteen. That's like, <laughs> oh my god! How I just wanted to go. Well, and, and someone, someone said this. I think I got him down to like one. And someone was like, "Wait, is that still alive?" <laughs> like, right? So, <laughs> all right. Well, what's your first hops? Uh, I'm gonna. So I am only talking about War of the Sparks Planeswalkers. This whole thing, um, and this is the one that I think is. Next to one that we talked about previously is probably the dumbest one they printed at Uncommon. So uh, we are talking Narset Parter Veils. You got this too? Nope. Why? I really? didn't pick it because it's such a dick it's card. It's such a dick card. Um, so colorless, uh, blue, blue, legendary planeswalker, Narset. Uncommon because evidently someone fell asleep at the keyboard. Uh, also, also comics only yeah, have one yeah, ability. Yeah, it only minus itself. How bad can it be, <laughs> or how good can it be rather? Also, two dollars and forty cents for an uncommon. Real deal. So, uh, most importantly, each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. Not on their turn. Not on your turn. This gets played in CEDH. Yeah, Wheel of can, Fortune. Have your one. Card. Uh, yeah, have fun. It's like people are like, yeah, Leovolds. Leovold's like too good. You're like, okay, fair enough. What if we put it on a planeswalker that you can't kill with a lightning bolt? 
It also is an uncommon. And it has another it ability. It does have another ability. So minus two, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them and put it into your hand. Turns out I have plenty of those. Yep. Uh, put the rest on the bottom of your library, not even your graveyard. Can't it's tell you how many so, times I've so seen stupid. this on Playing With Power on YouTube. Someone plays really? that. Minus twos. Force of will. Throw oh. hand. <laughs> what do you guys want to do about it? Yeah. Anything? <laughs> yeah. So I I have not played this in this deck. I'm, I don't think so, but I did play this in my Moldrapa deck. And I literally, I was playing with Mikel, and the second he saw it, it's like, this guy's the arch enemy. <laughs> he is going to stop us from trying to do anything. And I was like, it's my first card I played this entire game. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. Like, I think this also sees like legacy play. Oh, and I'm sort sure. Of things. It's so because strong. Any, anything that's at that three CMC or less right. that has backbreaking punishment yeah. stacks for your right. opponents. Why not? Similar to Ashiok, this would have right? been more fair if it would have just said each player can't draw more than one card right, per yeah. turn. Yes. That oh, would have been, been fine. fair, yeah. Because even the minus two is not a draw, it's a put to yeah, hand. So correct, that wouldn't yeah. have taxed you there. Right. So that would have been okay. That would have been but fine. Each yeah, opponent yeah. can't do more no. than one. It's it's bonkers. Uh, three mana. You Shuts have to down you people have, with risk study. Attracts or no? no? What? Are you crazy? Cut that new Ashiok that's garbage and put this in. The new one's amazing. Oh, not near as good as the other two. Well, uh, I'm not talking about another one. Fair enough. I'm going to talk about a creature. Hey, uh, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, this is a Throne of Eldraine creature. Oh, uh, once yeah, again, trash awesome. set, complete garbage. <laughs> yeah, just just like we said. <laughs> set it on fire! Nobody likes it. It's a stupid design. <laughs> All the cards that are terrible. We're talking Archon of Absolution. Yeah, boy. Three colorless white, three two flyer creature Archon, protection from white, and my opinion, extremely relevant because yeah. white has the best removal in the game. Correct. Creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless their controller pays one for each of those creatures. Basically, ghostly prison propaganda right. that actually does impact planeswalkers, but it's one instead of two. And this literally just hit me too. This stops the best color for flying white. Angels swinging. Yep. Nope. nope. Sorry, birds. Nope. Tokens. Nope. Like I'll eat those oh, all day. Man. I'll eat those all day for lunch. Yeah. Have you uh, seen this card do some protection for you? Um, I don't. I don't think I have. You're um, like, I don't think I've seen it. In I don't think day. I have. This was this was like a late. There's like so there's like the first thing. There's like three. There's been three iterations of this deck. The first one was like literally just shit I had lying around sure. that I played at Magic Fest. Then there's like the second iteration which had like other planeswalkers in it which you played. And then there's now this third final form, if you will, which I think is a Dragon Ball. No, is it Dragon Ball? Well, Z there final is form? the final cells final form. There, I. I can't remember what, it, or maybe it's from Resident Evil. It doesn't matter. So this is this is like the third final form of this of this uh, deck, if you will. Okay. And I have not played it yet. I literally, or maybe once, like and and like a month ago. But no, I haven't seen this out. Um, I think it's great. There's another one that's called uh, Baird, which I think does the same thing, but it's um, yeah. I have that one. It's two, and it's two colors to attack, right? Or is yes. it one? Mm, I don't know. Look it up. But so the thing I don't like about Baird is that he costs double white. And I've been, again, with a budget land base, I've been trying to keep it as close to like single or double pips as possible. Sure. Um, and honestly, I kind of want to put him in here too. And I had a spare and I have no idea where it went off to. Um, no, Archon's really good. It sucks that it's still within lightning bolt range, right? Like it get picked off by a bunch of different things. But again, it's a card that I think... What's your, so what's your opinion on this? If this comes out, would you try to kill it on site just knowing it? Or would you save a removal spell for something that's a little more scary? 
Well, it's protection from white, so my so, removal yeah, options yeah, yeah. are going to be so limited. So your path and everything else is gone. So, I, honestly, it's going to have to be one of those spells that I see it on the stack. Right. I then have to evaluate my hand, because even, not even the mono-white stuff, Mortify... Most of the Orzhov yep. has the best removal yep. as well. Absolutely. Unless I have that murder ready. Yeah, that beautiful murder. <laughs> but, like, so, but like, that's why it's tough, right? Because like, if I was playing a Planeswalker deck and I saw this, I was like, there's got to be a better creature in there somewhere, right? Or there's got to be a better creature on the board. And here, probably not. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, someone else is playing a deck that has to have a better creature, right? Like, I mean, if, if they're not playing, like, so if you, if I did not know you, didn't know this deck... Right. Turn four, you play this, and you haven't played a Planeswalker yet, and be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't I, have anything. I, I yeah, clearly he's... don't care. Right. But knowing this deck, and like, oh, it's regular friends, I see that. I'm <laughs> going to be like, guys, if someone has a counter spell, you need to yeah, use it now. Yeah, this is time to do it right now. Uh, or, you know, something, because once again, One you're going to get to the bolts. point where you have so many of your quote-unquote regular friends, right. yeah, yeah. and now they kind of are super... Now, oh god! Now we got to start paying one for each right. one, and it's just this. I burned my removal on other and, stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, what's your next one? So I'm gonna talk about. Uh, I have two more from War, and the, this one I'm gonna talk about, which I think some people don't like. I actually have seen this do work. So never been printed before, command or planeswalker rather. So we're talking Kazmina, enigmatic mentor. There we Boom. go. Yeah. Again, my dictation. Uh, my mom was listening to the podcast with us, and she's like. She said you had a great radio voice, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. And then I was like, yes, he doesn't. He has, he has a very clear voice compared to my sloppy dictatorship. But I have a, we I have say the your sloppy vernacular. I have the vernacular, if you will, or if I may, a lexicon. So three colors in a blue for a five uh, loyalty countered legendary planeswalker Kazmina. Never been printed before, so that's not relevant. So. Um, Two, I actually think very relevant abilities, in my opinion. So spells your opponent's cast that target a creature or a planeswalker you control cost two more to cast. Extremely relevant. Very relevant, right? Like we just talked about, even with the Archon. Yep. Still a creature. The minus I'm not that hot on, to be honest. I I, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, so the minus two is create a 2-2 blue wizard creature token, draw a card, discard a card, right? I think it's fine. I think you only do it if you're desperate. Like we talked about you yeah. casting your... Oh gosh, what was that? The uh, the contentious plans. Yes, uh, if you cast that early game with nothing to proliferate, you are you're desperate. desperate. Yeah. I think you're only minus two in Kazmina if you are desperate. I still, but I because think I think I would rather people have to attack, attack her. It, yeah. because of that that two that's tax. a fair point. Yeah, I do like the fact that she draws you cards, and like I said, I try to focus on things that create tokens. Sure. So again, when you're playing, if you're playing like a bunch of creature decks, like just having it, just having so anything, something that's out there that can block. Is pretty helpful. Yeah, I think she passes a great Planeswalker test. We always call it the doubling season yeah. test, but I think there is a subtest that you could talk about to where you play the Planeswalker, and the turn that you have it, what does it do? This one taxes your opponent yep. on targeting your stuff, right. creates a blocker for the Planeswalker, yep. and replaces it, the card because exactly. you have to draw a card. And granted, like, you have to discard too. But. but but again, like I've seen, like this is what always happens in this deck. At some point, I just get flooded out with lands and stuff, and I'm like, I draw a land, I'm like, great. Now what? Um, we talked about before how there is proliferate effects in here. So there has been times where it's like, she, I've done this like four or five times, which is pretty rad. Like wow. that, that feels pretty good, right? Um, That's pretty crazy. So I think, but again, like 
if we're talking super budget, there are better blue planeswalkers out there. Like I'm not saying she's bad. She's a good one. Yeah. I just I wouldn't be minus twoing it. Oh, like not like I if you're minus twoing this to when she gets to one, you're in you're in troubles, yes. right? Like the first time just to get the blocker out is good, especially if it's early game. Like, especially if it's the first turn I play her and I have nothing else. Sure. I'll probably minus two just to swap a card and have a blocker. Sure. Um, but again, like for thirty minutes lightning bolt range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, facts. It's true. Um <laughs> coming to a Torbrand deck near you. You see how that card works um but like again for 33 cents if you're trying to build budget planeswalker sure. i think she does i think she's perfectly fine yeah nothing yeah. nothing flashy nothing exciting but both of her abilities have a purpose sounds good so my this is last your last one yes. okay uh and i'm kind of curious if you actually have this edition of this card i believe this is a what do they call them now well they used to call them um battle decks no. The things that would always sell out and it pissed everyone off, including me. Dual decks? No. The, the limited thing on eBay, the site would crash. Mythic Edition. Oh, Mythic Edition. Do you actually have the Mythic Edition of this card? Nahiri the Harbinger? Oh, God, no. no, it, no. Well, it's only $5, apparently. No, 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 no. Okay, so this is where it screws up because okay. it pulls the art of the it pulls the art of the most recent version, but gives you the TCG player whatever price. Huh. Because there's no shot in hell that the Mythic Edition <laughs> is $5. But, like, you did, why didn't you put the set in for it? Did you not I, do that for your cards? No. Oh, I, don't I, I don't have time for that. Oh. Sorry, guys. Mr. Combo loves you more than Big Tuck. Uh, uh, well, we're talking true. about Nahiri the Harbinger. Uh, this is two colorless Boros. <laughs> yeah, red, uh, white. Continued, continued pro card of the show. I mean, honestly... <laughs> I, the whole reason I wanted to talk about this card is I thought you had a Mythic Edition. No, I was like, oh my no, god. No, 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 no. Uh, but it does have some good stuff. It's incredible. So plus two, you may discard a card, and if you do draw a card. So once again, it's kind of like the Ajani where you can plus it, and you don't have, have to, to do, do it anything. if you don't want to. Um, minus two, exile target enchantment, tapped artifact, tap creature. That right there yes. is why this thing wrecks. It's Because every other turn, you are exiling yeah. a enchantment, Art of tapped artifact or tapped creature. Right. Super good. And the minus in this actually doesn't matter. Like, I will never minus it. <laughs> Search your library for an artifact or creature card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. It gains haste, return it to your hand at the beginning of your next in step, and it comes in with four loyalty. The only, the only thing that's fine would be like, the only thing that would be really Jiru. cute. Yeah, that would be cute, but like, I'm never, it's never gonna get to minus eight on this. Um, and so, again, back to the point of when I first built this, I think it only had like 19 planeswalkers in it or sure. something like that. So I think I cut a some sort of artifact exile thing because it's like, well, I could pay the same amount and get to do this over and over again yep. with the proliferate effects. We've talked about Nahiri before, I think, on the... Um, None of my decks because I don't run it. Why? You're crazy. Mm. It's great. So it's we talked. Right. I think we talked about her on Marchesa because she was like a new addition into that. Oh. Um, for this, like I said, used to be $18, I think. Woo. Yeah, because again, like you do this and then go try to dig for an Emrakul and standard because that's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's her thing. But like as a utility planeswalker, I think she's really good. I actually had her original printing, which was like you get the one one token and then like you can go get equipments. Sure. I was like, great token generator. Oh, wait, I don't run a single piece of equipment in this. So it's garbage. Three shuffle effects. Yeah, but like, no, no, it's from hand. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, but like, again, Drawing cards, discarding cards. If you're land flooded, this helps you send them through that. I, I mean, I, you could just go down from 37 lands. Yeah, you're probably you're probably not wrong. Uh, 
<laughs> I just, I again, I've all, every time I've played this, I have won with it. And every time I've seen it played, it's won. So I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Just keep slamming in more budget-friendly Planeswalkers. And that was actually really exciting with her, because this is one that I want. This is this is a Planeswalker I've always pined after, because I saw how she wrecked in Limited and, and left, right, and center. So when she was when she got down to $5, I think she, I bought like four copies. Wow. Yeah, I think she's great. Cycles, all that stuff. Again, like in this deck, because I'm running blue and my commander, drawing sure. cards isn't as important. But again, just another removal spell that's on a Planeswalker that hopefully with the proliferate effects you can do over and over and over Cool. Again. Well, what is your last hop card? So I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go with this one because I know you like this boy. Because you got the you got the biggins, but I don't think you got the littleins in your Atraxa deck. So he's uh, Idris Elba. But he goes by the name of Teferi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, another stacks yeah, 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 card. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, another War of the Sparks rare that I opened. Uh, Teferi. Oh, look, it's $22. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> I opened it. So anyway, so we'll just... CEDH, yeah. standard, <laughs> All over the place, modern. right? Yeah. Um, so Seems kind of good. Colorless white blue for uh, four loyalty legendary planeswalker Teferi. The only Teferi I have in here. Um, each opponent can only cast spells anytime they can cast a sorcery. Woof. <laughs> now, the only thing that I will say, because the reason I don't run him in my Atraxa deck, yeah. and I run Grand Abolisher, is because I like to prevent, because of Mikkel, Activated abilities of creatures, yes. oh, and which I and, wish and, he would do that. And artifacts, if you will, right? Yes. Which Grand Abolisher does does yeah. in space. But like in reality, that's not a lot that I'm. All I'm doing on my turn is just <laughs> blessing, jazzing out planes. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh, I still gotta make those shirts. Damn it. So that's good enough. Um, plus one until your next turn. You may cast sorcery spells as though they had flash, which is sort of relevant. I think. I, have a, I want to put more board wipes in here, yeah. and that's when that's going to get good. Um, minus three, return up to one target artifact creature or an enchantment to its owner's hand, and then they draw a card? No, wait. You draw a card. <laughs> so worst case scenario, this is a three-drop bounce effect. Which happens all the time. Yeah. Have you, so um, this is one of the cards that I put down with Dovin Bond, where I was like, I'm sorry, guys, but... <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Um, Twenty-two dollars is kind of insane, and I'm glad I cracked one. Now you, so I know you play more arena than I do. Is this still? This is still legal. I mean, arena? I want to say the guy that won uh, worlds won places. With, yeah. yeah. So have you seen this before? Oh, yeah. is, is it just? It's impressive. Is it, is it back backbreaking? Yeah. Oh my gosh! This Narset. Yeah. Uh, they end up. Um, Oh, there's a another planeswalker that is just—it's basically like super friends in uh, what banter might even be four color. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just oppressive. And it, it is. basically makes you quit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they have a then they have a card that shuffles their de graveyard back into the then, library. Yeah, and then it goes they just do it again. Yeah, and it's yeah. filled with counter spells and Caius wraths, and you just were like, I. There used to be you never played in Turbo Fog days, right? No. So it used to be like that where they'd run all fogs and like elixirs of mortalities. And then so in China, a guy that I played with who had eight decks is like, whoa, <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> um, he ran his turbo fog deck that was literally just mill cards, fogs and elixir of ill mortalities. <laughs> and he's like, and then he, his English was really bad. 
Um, and the two things I can remember from him is like when I play like a big dumb creature, which is like that's how I used to play Magic. So that's sure. how I played Magic in China. He'd be like, "It's so so big," which was awesome. <laughs> and then then he would like whenever he did this one, he would be like, "Oh, okay, drink the cola and then go there." We talk about it. So yeah, that's no, funny. this card's busted. I don't know if I'd ever pay twenty two dollars for no. this, but since I opened one, sure, run it in. I mean, honestly, it might be one of those things once it gets close to rotation. Trade it in Trade for it, store yeah. credit, maybe? Because yeah. then you might be able to actually take that money and buy it once it plummets in price. <laughs> yeah. I'll take four. <laughs> <coughs> but I do worry that it's like since it's played in other decks and other formats, who yeah. knows? Like, look at Teferi uh, Time Raveler. What's a yeah. what's a big big Teferi? Or, I think it's Time Raveler. Yeah. So like we were like when I saw him and like Dominaria, at some point he has to go out of rotation. He'll go down. That's true. Didn't he just go up in price? I think so. I see like thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insane. So um, turns out all the Teferis are broken and oh, or printing. to be fair, all the Idris Elbas are yes. broken. Doesn't he look like Idris Elba? Yeah, he does. There was oh damn it. There was one where it was like I showed my mom. She's like oh oh uh, it was Grevin. I showed it to my mom. I showed it to my mom. That's that's episode of Planner. I was like this, and I I had explained to her what too fast, too loose of the life total meant because she doesn't watch Fast and Furious movies. Shocking. She was like, "That has to be modeled after him, right?" (laughs) Like I don't know. Yeah, Teferi, Teferi, as it turns out, is quite good, um, especially for a three drop. Yep, absolutely. Well, guys, that's gonna wrap up the hot profile. Now we're gonna head over to see. How this deck actually closes out games with the yeast package. Big Tuck, start us All off. Right. So I'm gonna start with the I'm gonna start with the one that I'm guessing you're gonna dislike the most. Okay. It's also a recent addition. Okay. But I think she she is the best token generator I have in the deck. Is it a planeswalker? It is a planeswalker. Three, two, one. Sarah, Sarah the Benevolent! Benevolent. Yeah! Got there. I was kind of scared you were gonna do plantly. Oh, Nissan. Yeah, because it's the plus to make it, opposed to a minus. Well, there's also Hawatli, who also makes creatures. So, um, yes. So, brand new out of Modern Horizons. Yep. Um, I remember when I saw this card get spoiled. I was like, that kind of sucks. Uh, everyone said that. Everyone was very. Oh, that's kind of a letdown. But I think in reality, it's no. It's still a letdown. Yeah, but in this, I think in this deck, it fits a very good slot. I mean, I loved it when I stole it when I was on uh, Commander 99 stream oh, about yeah. a month oh, ago. Yeah. Didn't you, like, ultimate it? I ultimate it and had a warship, and I was just taking extra turns, and I yeah, was yeah. like, I can't die to Mana Crypt. I, you guys just want to quit? <laughs> so, two colorless, two, two white for Legendary Planeswalker Sarah. Uh, comes with four loyalty counters. Uh, like you said, the once you you want to read the minus six, then I'll go through the other sure. two. Yeah, minus six is basically worship. Uh, yep. You get an emblem with if you control a creature, damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. So you never actually hit the zero. They hit you for whatever, and you just go to one. We'll go to one. So um, I think her plus two is the weakest one in this. Just By just far. just based on the deck I built as well. Um, so plus two creatures you control, or I'm sorry, creatures you control with flying gain plus one plus one until end of turn. I think I have, might have. Oh, well, I guess that makes uh, Thrumming Bird uh, a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. So uh, this guy I used to work with, he did the same where we're playing board games, where like when I did something I thought was cool, what he'd, what he'd do is go like... <laughs> He'd be like, he's doing he'd be hand like, movements for so, everyone out there yeah. in podcast so he'd like, land. He'd go like, woo, and move his two fingers like this, and then he'd go like this, like move along. Like That was kind of his oh. thing. So uh, minus three. Three, thank you. Need glasses. <laughs> Not wearing my glasses. Hey, if someone out there in the uh, collective community could ship us a pair of glasses yeah, uh, for Warby, Big Tuck. Warby Parker. And uh, I would recommend any one of 
numerous stores or online venues that would allow no, you no, to No, no, no. I glasses. want you guys to send us some <laughs> prescription level glasses. Some, some readers. Get the prescription. So, minus two, or I'm sorry, minus three again. Uh, create a four. I like that. Guess the prescription. Guess the prescription. Oh, God. They're going to be like magnifying glasses. Um, create a 4 4 white angel creature token with flying image. Create a Sarah Angel. Create a Sarah Angel. So, I'm surprised you have it in here. Because it's not one that you can plus minus every turn. It's you can minus and you got a plus yeah. plus then minus then plus plus then minus. Correct. And I haven't I have not seen this in the wild. Okay. So mostly for me this fills another creature slot, right? That's also a planeswalker that maybe at some point you get down there, right? Sure. And like I said, with the other cards I have in here, what's happened before is I have this like bizarro cascade turn where I'll put six counters on each planeswalker from the different Ajani's okay. from the different things I'm like like just just doing stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh everything just got plus six plus six. Lo- or I'm sorry, everything just got plus six loyalty counters. Now I can do whatever I want, ultimates and that sort of thing. Um and so- I mean I guess if you go from a rate perspective Sarah Angel is a four four for four and five, sir. Oh, sorry, is it four four for five? Four four for five. Four four So yeah, for Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. So technically, this costs one less, and you still get the thing. From and it, it, and so. it's still a planeswalker, right? So yeah. again, like I don't think it's awesome, but I, I like like I said, I'm trying to put more planeswalkers in this deck. Trying to put more planeswalkers that create tokens because that's the only, or else I'm just gonna You're die. Trying. I'm You're trying. I'm trying out different things. I think I got this for three dollars somewhere. So seven bucks yeah. now, which is kind of shocking because I don't think it's played anywhere, right? I think it's a Forthos thing. Well, and to and to be fair, um, Modern Horizons wasn't cracked a bunch, and this well, that is was, a lie. It was, but this is like a this is a garb, <laughs> this is one of the worst mythics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of the worst mythics from the set. Correct. So I'm guessing people either traded them and or whatever. So, anyways, so Sarah Sarah the Benevolent. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it played. Yeah, that's maybe fine. maybe it's fine. I don't know. All right. But I'm, but I'm also kind of shocked that you chose it. So we'll uh, Yeah. Well, so my second one uh, is going to be Bio Essence Hydra. <gasps> it's also my second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did we get in each other's heads? <gasps> oh, my God. Wait. Oh, there's a, you dis- are there's a conjoined dis- head now. There's, there's a dis- distinct chance that we're going to go three for three. a two-headed giant? We might be a three for three. Nice. I think it's we a two-headed giant. It could be. Three. But yes. And I'm glad that... I you'll go next for the last card, so that way you can't change it. If I was gonna, no, say I'm gonna on the spices, which I'm not gonna do here <laughs> for sure. Oh, by the way, your spice. Uh, anyways, okay, Bio Essence <laughs> Hydra. We're getting off on a tangent again. Uh, I'll rip you one before we go into the bottle capping. <laughs> uh, three colorless Simic that is green blue. It's a four four Hydra mutant with trample. Bio Rel- relevant ability. Yeah. yeah, Bio Essence Hydra enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it. For each loyalty counter on Planeswalkers you control. Gross. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, and then why don't you read its last ability? Yeah, so whenever one or more loyalty counters are put on Planeswalkers you control, put that many 1-1 counters on Bio... Uh, I'm sorry, Bio Essence Hydra. God, I hope you give this thing protection or shroud or hex. I, I really can't. I mean, I'm banking... One I'm, removal spell. I, I know, which I, it's, it's a glass cannon for sure, right? But hopefully at that point, I have everything else out where it's like, 
Can't target creatures I control unless you pay two. Can't do this in that thing, yeah. right? So it's so really, really sounds like you're playing a stacks deck. It kind of is, which I don't like, and I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix it. Um, <laughs> I think but it's yeah. cold cut the stacks cards. Ah, but like then what? Then like we'll get, oh we'll get another bottle cap. All right. So anyways, but yeah, no, this card's a beast. Yeah. Literally, it's huge. Also, never casted it, and it's been in the deck since day one. Wow. Yeah, dead serious. And actually, uh, shout out to Game Nights. Uh, coincidentally. Coming for you, Jimmy. Um, but uh, they had one guy on there who played a... They were doing... Is it Oath? Oh, uh, no. They're doing Brawl. Okay. And he had Kiora, the one printed from here. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm talking about? And he had this card out, and it was like 17-17. People were like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll just take it. Um, again, it's it kind of sucks, but like I've also realized that there's not a whole ton of ways where I'm like, oh, yeah this game is over now, right? Yeah. Or like, oh yeah, here's a giant threat that actually can do something that people have to think about as is opposed to... Is this to say you're taking your knowledge from Game Night since you've never cast it? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if you want to admit it's that. Pro it's, <laughs> probably, it's probably because they were also wrong and this card probably sucks. <laughs> so, you know, the re main reason that I had picked it to talk about is it is a glass cannon for sure. Sure. But since I have piloted this deck myself, I see... How the counters just <laughs> start are in abundance, <laughs> and I could easily see this. You play it; it's uh, let's call it nine 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 nine. Uh, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's that sucks." But hey, it doesn't have haste. Yeah, right. Got a rotation. Comes back to you. Then someone's playing Zergo, and they're like, "Well, uh, yeah." I don't know to do, yeah. But what ends up happening is it comes back to you because. In my mind, if I am not a great Magic player from a thought process perspective, like I haven't played for a long time, I'm fairly new to the game. I could see some people, even in our play group, that are fairly new. Oh, that 9-9, that sucks. But then it's like, well, the worst has happened. Right, yes. They yeah, don't exactly. realize that, sure, okay, he could add one loyalty or two loyalty here, and it could go up one or two. But the way that your deck operates is you may throw down like eight to ten loyalty counters in a turn Correct. and turn this thing from a 9-9 to a 19-19. <laughs> and you have Planeswalkers that give your creatures, like you talked about, well, I don't think I'll ever do that with the Ajani. Yeah, right. The plus one, plus one, and first strike and vigilance and lifelink. Well, yep. now Here I got we are. 20, yeah. 20 vigilance. Well, which is like, I kind of think I wish I had more creatures like this that are like planeswalker centric creatures where it's like they're good the more planeswalkers you have and yeah. honestly i don't think any can you think of one that like matters about counters on planeswalkers no like this i mean i, I know about a bunch that help with counters on planeswalkers, correct right but like but that aren't yeah. directly affected by it right which is like why i had it and also came from war shocker of all shockers <laughs> i opened this one in war <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what is your last yeast card? So this was a suggestion from you, sir. Okay. And I've had it in a bunch of decks. And honestly, I don't like this card, but it was way too cute to keep in. Oh, you mean I, too cute too cute? It was too not cute not to keep in, yes. And I had a spare. Oh, it's not the one I'm talking about. Okay, good. About. Okay, excellent. Yes, I was in your mind. Yes. You knew what I wanted to talk about. So I did want to talk about this, yes. but I was like, if I do this, he's gonna hate me because because I hate this, hate kind of this stuff. card. Yes, exactly. But I do it. Wrecks. Yes, it does. So we are talking Jockalops. Or wait, it's sorry, Jockalops. 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 Jingle Django Unchained. Jingle the way. We haven't done one of those in a while. That Django Unchained was awesome. So, anyways. 
Um, this card is not great. Uh, it's also it's a mean card. It's extremely mean. Four colorless, red, red. It's a sorcery. Uh, destroy all artifacts, creatures, and lands. They cannot be regenerated. So what's ironic is I have I've had like three or four copies of this card floating around and cut in and out of decks, right? Because I think it, the only deck I used to have it in Perforos, then I realized it's garbage in that. Then I had another deck and I realized it's garbage in that. It's really good Marchesa, but I literally on this very podcast, I would say no fewer than three months ago or two months ago, we were running Marchesa. We were talking about her. Marchesa the Black Rose, not the other one. And we talked about Jockle Hops, and you were like, that would probably be pretty good in Planeswalkers, right? You'd run red there? I was like, you know what? I think it is. And I mean, like, literally, the second I got home, I was like, <laughs> so funny thing, you know, Jockle Hops is rated the number eight saltiest card <laughs> on EDH Rec. Number eight. I believe it. Um, so, normal. Okay, so. As people have heard in this podcast, I'm usually pretty anti-land destruction, anti-this sort of effect. Missed the two-card combo. How dare you? Boom! Uh, also, squee if I may. Know your place! I'm <laughs> oh, <that laughs> one for a suck it. Oh, yeah, no. I just gave you a beer, suck it, sir. Suck it. Thank you. It's going to be delicious. Um, but I honestly do think that this card really works in this deck. Yeah. Right? Like... Honestly, I think it works in any Planeswalker deck. Yes, I agree. That can run red, which unfortunately is Atrax's only uh, downfall. Wait, is that unfortunately? Do you <laughs> no, want no. me to have Jockle Hops in that deck? That'd be a filthy. No. I'd much rather have you access to every single black Planeswalker that's ever existed <laughs> than have this. Because you have so many ways to tutor it, whereas I have none. So so many precious little. Um, no, but like I said, this card is not as good as people think it is. It's very unfair. But in this deck where it's like, there gets to a point where I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Like, yeah. I'm just going to keep plussing things up and ultimate. And I'm going to light my lighter, <laughs> pour gasoline on my own land, and yeah, set it on fire. Yeah, because it doesn't matter, right? Um, the only the only downside with this, and this is actually, well, not really anymore, was it used to be when I had this, I was like, okay, I have Jace Architect, Architect of Thought, or I can just go and play spells. Then I have a bunch of other cards that don't ultimate. Now what? <laughs> but I've realized now that I have all these token producers in it, eventually, if I turn around, I can bunch, I can jazz out a bunch of tokens yep. and swing the game in. Well, or, I, or, or perhaps my yeast card, uh, which I believe the, when I had played it, you had just put this in the I, deck. Uh, I, I finagled with a uh, friend of the show, Tice. Uh, yep. Glug. To Ooh. be like, we're not burning all of our things on Ultimate Masters at KC Magic Fest. <laughs> Let me get a couple Planeswalkers, which then came into this deck. But yes, this was one of those. So, and this card won me the game. Hey, like, handily almost, handily. right? Yeah. Uh, we're talking Sarkin the Masterless. Yes. Three colorless, red, red, legendary Planeswalker Sarkin, five loyalty when it comes in. Whenever a creature attacks you or a Planeswalker you control... Each dragon you control deals one damage to that creature. Okay. It seems all right. Uh, seems minus three. He does make a 4-4 four, four red dragon creature token. So he can do it when he comes which, out. Which, again, is like, you know, That's helps, fine. helps tokens. Right? But the more important thing, <laughs> and how you win with yes. this card, plus one until end of turn. Each planeswalker you control becomes a 4-4 four, four red uh, dragon creature token and gains flying. <laughs> Broken, which is which is like I think again, this is why I like this style of, of regular friends decks because there are a lot that are only like three or four that don't do a ton like a uh, normal Jace Bellerin where it's like 
Yeah. We'll draw a card or maybe I'll draw one. I don't party know. Party Jace. Could be, yeah, exactly. Party Jace or even Jace Architect of Thought or um, like we talked about Dovin Bond, like the three drop, right? The the Cassina, like any of the, any of the War of the Sparks that are like on surface, you're just like, well, it's just going to kill itself, right? Not anymore. <laughs> and eventually you have 15 or like I've had it where I had like I like honestly couldn't remember all the triggers and just tutored for this and I tutored for this and then played it. And I was like, uh, I think we're good here, right? Like, I think this is probably shake done. hands. Yeah, yeah shake, shake hands. hands. Can we go get those orange slices now. <laughs> no, that's at halftime, sir. Halftime. Uh, yes, it's very good. And I, I still remember, I still remember fondly. I think it was, was it New Year's Day potentially mm. or something? It was, it was some like weird day where we had it off and we we're playing games. That we're playing. We're, we're. Was it a year? No, because it couldn't, it couldn't have been, have been a, year a year ago. ago. Well, when was Magic Fest, KC? June of July? last year. Yeah. Maybe we had it. It might have been like a holiday or something. But yeah, we were, I don't we were, know what we did. We were jamming at my house. Yep. And I was and I was like jamming. Mister Combo was like, "Hey, do you have a deck you want me to play?" I was like, "Sure?" Question mark. And then I was playing at another table, and all of, all of a sudden, I heard everyone like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, "Big Tuck, this deck is stupid. What are you doing?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I went and looked. I was like, "Oh, Mister Combo figured it out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't give the guy that's obsessed with planeswalkers the, the planeswalker deck. deck. But yeah, Sarkin, great card. It's one that it, I think if you're trying to be you creative and like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna do mono red. Yeah, yeah, planeswalkers. Yeah, Sarkin's a game Great winner one. for you. Honestly, I think he's a game winner in just about every single Super Friends deck. Yes. Because you he is like your Ajani, where usually you want a minus two and proliferate. Correct. You don't play him. He doesn't get played until end game. Correct. If yeah. you're going to create your three piles, beginning, middle, and end, he, he is, is one of the yeah, last this, cards. Decidedly you're play. in the fire in the final one. So um it's awesome. I I don't, and like I struggled because I had other Sarkins in here. I think this is the only one that really works in these colors, right? Because like I'm not doing dragons. Yeah. Like all the other ones really deal with dragons. There's one that turns into a dragon. <laughs> Do you ever watch Scrubs? No. Okay. Well, there's one episode where they like they go into each different doctor's minds, and one doctor's like, "Listen, if your friend doesn't keep to his beeswax and doesn't think that he's the bee's knees, then he's gonna, you know, another bee's metaphor." And the other guy thinks, "What's this guy in bees?" And then it cuts to his brain. It's just bees, 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 bees. <laughs> like that's what Sarkin. Honestly, is what I was thinking about was. A great Nick Cage movie, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh my god! The gosh, one guy yeah. turned into, or he didn't turn into a dragon. His like belt went into his skin, and it was like controlling what? the dragon on Ch- Chinese New Year. Do you not remember that? I've never seen the movie. What? <laughs> uh, I believe we could host like a maybe two week long Nick Cageathon. I do like I do like a Nick Cage movie where I he's think wearing it a horrible physically wig. Eight hours take oh, two weeks. It's a bad wig, and he's wearing like really bad witch pointed <laughs> shoes. Oh no! And it has like the nerdy kid from uh, yeah it's jay uh it's he's um he was in uh seth rogan's friends yeah jay uh barnthal or something like that yeah. right he was in tropic thunder and he's the guy yeah. who talks about porn the entire time yep. yeah classic uh, now we're gonna head over to the spice package and i'm gonna start my rant now because you clearly don't know how to do our podcast <laughs> uh, there's only two cards in here heart of kieran and a foil the duck and ori how is an Ori a spice card? Because I don't really need it in the deck, and I've thought about cutting that it before. Mean, but it's not that you don't need it. It's more does it does it help the deck function and do what it needs to do? 
Sort and of. So I guess you could argue it's like a grain, sort of. But like, I would say a hops because if people have a ton, ton of stuff out, you don't want to play a planeswalker knowing that it's just gonna it's, die. It's like it's more of one where I just like put it in because I had it and I was like, oh, this could be cool. And then I've never played. Well, you it have God Pharaoh statue in it. Yeah, hops. boy, yeah. it's a hop. It prevents them from Anyways, doing something. It, you guys all know what Velikonori is. Four colorless uh, artifacts. Thanks, thanks Josh Lee Kwai. Yeah, there you are. Um, you may cast it on land cards as though they had flash. I mean, this deck, I mean, I get it. Your Planeswalkers can't activate at sorcery speed. Yeah. But think of how many other things that you can do. Oh, you think you're going to kill my Planeswalker? Not anymore. Only flash in that Bioessence Hydra and just get in. wrecked. Yeah, and the, this should be a ley line if I was really going to do it because it's $20 or, wait, I'm sorry, $45 cheaper. Yeah, um, no, I, di I disagree with that, though, because you're in a four-color deck. The double blue, two colorless, and the off chance that you may get to play for fair free, enough, four but, colorless. But I would also rather have. have the I'd rather have this in. I'd rather have a five dollar uh, card in here that can play it and put this in a deck that doesn't run blue. That I also you're actually more in. like. I'd rather trade this in this foil and get two non foils. Correct. Yes, and go from there. It's, it's a, a sensei. I actually one of the stupidest things I've ever done. I cracked the sensei's divining top, and someone's like, "I'll trade you two sensei's for that." I was like, "Deal." Never saw him again for the rest of my life. Wait, what? I cracked a foil Sensei's Divining Top. Oh, foil. I didn't catch the foil. No, I cracked it. I cracked, just heard, yeah, I cracked a Sensei's Divining Top. And so you guys like, hey, no, I'll no, 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 I cracked, I cracked a Divining foil Sensei's Divining Top in the, in the LGS. Right, yeah. I still have it, unfortunately. Well, not really. But the guy was like, I'll trade you two. I'll bring two next week and I'll trade you for this. I was like, perfect. Never saw him again the rest of my life. Man. <laughs> so what are you going to do? What do you do? Uh, and also, by the way, I just saw your note for your deck. I have lost control. Yes. <laughs> well, talk about this garbage card I, I, that I'm Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Um, so, Articuron, <laughs> it's really just another blocker that's kind of cute. Um, it, so Surprisingly, not a War of the Spark card. Yeah, I know, right? But it is a... It is a mythic, mythic question mark in two dollars. Yeah, well, yeah. Just because it's a mythic, I think. Ugh, so, I don't know if those words belong together. Two dollar mythic. This feels weird. I mean, does uh, the words $20 uncommon make sense? Ristic study. <laughs> common. $4, Sorry, $4 common. Titania, that's a good, yeah. Uh, Heart is a two-colorless legendary artifact vehicle. Not relevant. No. Nope. Mythic is mentioned. Flying Vigilance, Crew 3, not also relevant. not relevant. You may remove a loyalty counter from a Planeswalker control uh, rather than pay its crew cost. So I think it's a good sneaky blocker. That's, that's it. it. That's literally it. It's just like... It's a at, sneaky blocker. At some point, I will have a Planeswalker out, and I will not have a creature to block that can block anything in the air. Yep. And at some point, I can move one loyalty <laughs> to potentially block some sort of damage once and then get run over. And... At some point, we're going to go to the bottle capping, and these are going to be Big Tux and I's recommendations that are under $5, <laughs> under 50 bucks, and a personal recommendation. The only restriction is no mana, only lands. I just don't want to talk about that card anymore because it's not good. Fair. Let's talk about cards that will actually be so better. I do, have, I do have a... Well, yeah, quick, what's your first cut, So I actually Matt? have a quick PSA, if I may. Okay. There are, two cards in, there are two cards that we've talked about a lot, which I'm not going to put into this deck. So one Doubling is... season. Uh, I'm sorry? Doubling season? Well, yes. Doubling season and Chain Veil are out, obviously. Makes sense for me, personally. I think they'd be great in the deck, right. obviously. But again, I think that kind of goes against the idea of how I'm trying to do it. Yeah, that's not regular friends. Yeah, Those right. Are Those friends. are super friends. So uh, there are two, two super friend cards in here that would be great. Uh, one, we've talked about it a million times. Elspeth's Sun's Champion would oh, be yeah. absolutely amazing in it. Um, and then the other one would be um, Garuk Wildspeaker, I think, that untaps lands. Mm. Better, hey, better, so overrated. Better than some of the ramp cards I had in here, and produces a token. So I mean, you actually honestly could just cut a land and put that in. You're right. You're not wrong. 
And there's other cards that I think I could cut for that as well, but I just don't want to talk about either of them because we've talked about them to death. Sure. So my first one is I'm actually going to cut uh, Unstable Obelisk because it sort of has a home in here, but not really. So uh, Unstable Obelisk is three colorless uh, for an artifact. Tap it to add a colorless. Pay seven, tap it, uh, sack it, destroy target permanent. That This card's really good in decks like mono red, mono black, where there's certain types of permanents that you can't deal with, Correct. right? Um, and the ramp is incidental. Again, as I've mentioned many times before, colorless doesn't do me shit in this deck because I don't have any colorless cards, and most of them have some sort of color. And um, I have other ways to remove things. So what I'm going to cut this for is uh, keeping the Ajani train going. So we're going to go with Ajani Unyielding. Okay. So um, this card, I think, is probably underplayed. It's a little costly. So four colorless, green and a white for a legendary planeswalker Ajani. Um, comes in with four loyalty counters, uh, plus two to reveal the top three cards of your library. Put all non-land permanent cards revealed this way into your hand and the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. Probably will draw me at least one. Sure. Probably more than that, because I don't really run that many instances of sorceries in here. Minus two, exile target creature. Its controller gains life equals to power. Path to exile. Yeah, oh, path no, to exile. sorry, swords. Oh, yes, correct. Thank you. Um, and then minus nine, which I think is actually more relevant than... But do you ever think, think you're going to get to it? Probably not, but still. And don't you usually tell me don't put a planeswalker in the deck for its ultimate? I, but, but I think, but and I do think, blessed. I do think the ultimate is the worst is the worst one of this, but it's still relevant, right? Okay. So minus nine, uh, put five one one counters in each creature you control. So I guess that bio and cider is getting even bigger, and then it's just gonna die. To, and then it's going to. And get then this. it's also yes, and then uh, add five loyalty counters on each other planeswalker you control. So I like this card mostly because it's a planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Want more of those? Draws me cards and can exile a creature. The minus nine is fine. Sure. Um, I just think it's got a lot of utility to it. No one's ever going to attack into it, right? It comes into the battlefield and has I several of You think so? Attacking. Well, because you can exile stuff every other turn, creature wise. Or several turns, depending on the peripheral things we got going on. And the minus nine is scary. It is. Um, but the, the coolest part about this is there's a card that you really like that's like Hour of Devastation or something, uh-huh. where it deals five damage to each. Um, about to suck it myself because this is a Vorthos comment. It deals five damage to each creature and each planeswalker. Okay. So it was a Johnny who told them not to go to uh, Amonkhet. Oh. And if they had listened to him, he could have potentially gave them the counters to make them live through oh the hour. Oh my gosh. Yes, sir. Oh Dead serious. Dead serious. So, Nerd. I know. I'm not happy about it either. Yeah, you can suck a a real big one for that. (laughs) So anyways, um, that's my cuts there. Again, trying trying to keep the uh, Planeswalker train going. Unstable Obelisk, really great card, especially for the penance of sense that it is. Just doesn't really have a place in this deck. But what sure. do you what do you got for me? I so know my, I know you're the planeswalker man, so yeah. I hope you got some good cuts. Uh so I'm cutting God Pharaoh's statue because it makes zero <laughs> sense in this deck. Uh also, ironically, maybe this is some sort of coincidence. Also came out War of the Spark. <laughs> <laughs> it's six colorless yeah. legendary artifact. Spells your opponent's cast cost two more to cast. I get it. You have this weird stacks theme, but you've said that you kind of want to get a little bit yes. away from that. I'm, I'm on board. Uh, and, I'm, and it also says beginning of your instep, each opponent loses a life. That yeah. is literally irrelevant. We're going to cut it for a card we have talked about many times. Is also a war card. 
Uh, Sahili Sublime Artificer. Oh, yeah, Legendary boy. Planeswalker Sahili comes in with five loyalty. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a 1-1 one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. Slam dunk! Slam dunk. <laughs> uh, and the minus two will never happen. Uh, but it does say target artifact you control becomes a copy of another target artifact or creature you control. Oh, actually, it can be. Because it's yeah. yeah. itself. It yeah, yeah. Well, no, and you can get the servo that you can turn into mana rocks. More, what I'm thinking is you could turn your servos into a oh bioessence hydra. Bioessence hydra. It gets all the counters. Oh, it turns back into a servo. It still has those counters. That I would be yeah. real good. Uh, but it, it, it gives you a lot of different utility yes. stuff. I mean, heck, you could turn it into. We didn't talk about it. A toothy imaginary. Yeah, yeah, friend, absolutely. Because yeah. you want the other toothy to die, but no right, one right. will kill it. Uh, Sahili's great. It's like fifty. Yeah, which is funny because I know this card gets played a lot, so I'm yep. shocked. It's like it's again. I think it falls. And you in, probably have one. I honestly don't think I do. I think I gave him. Really? I think I only. Oh, I honestly think I only opened one and gave it to Mike. Oh, or wow. Mikhail, if we will. So I think it's like his code name on this, if you will. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's fifty cents, which is surprising. By the way, Mikhail listens to the show now. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He's I a talk, liar. I talked to him. No, he gets it transcribed. He reads face it. To face. <laughs> no, Braille. <laughs> it's Braille. <laughs> and half the Braille is just big tuck or Mr. Combo shouts for five seconds. <laughs> no, this, but like, I think it's also, to your point, this is a great addition. And I think it's, again, like, look at these three drop planeswalkers. This Ashiok Narset, it's insane, right? Yes, great, great pick, especially for 50 cents. Yep. Well, what's your under 50? So I'm going to cut um, a card which we didn't talk about, which, again, was this is just a holdover of I had this card lying around. I wanted to build this deck on the cheap. Um, we talked about building this off it. So I'm actually going to cut Yevamaya Elder. Okay. Which I think is a fine card, right? I think. I, I mean, I thought about cutting it, but I thought you were going to be like, oh, but the ramp and the draw no, card no, value. No, 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 no. I, like, we didn't talk about this before. I have way too much ramp in this deck. Like, yep. it, and this is what happens. Okay. Right? So Yevamaya Elder is a colorless uh, uh, green green for a human druid 2-1. When it, when it dies, you may search the library for up to two basic land cards, reveal them, put them into your hand, not battlefield, um, and then shuffle your library, which again, we are both big fans of shuffles effects. Two colorless, sack it, draw a card. Um, I think I think this is a really good card. I just think this is the wrong deck for it. So um, I'm actually going to pull one. And this, it's funny because I actually have a copy of this card lying around that I've been trying to find a home for. And I think I've failed until right now when I was okay. looking at this earlier. So cut it for Nissa Vastwood Seer. Oh, sure. So we talked about this before, right? So two colorless and a green for a legendary creature Elf Scout for 2-2. Two, two. It's a fine blocker-ish. Um, when it's a battlefield, you may search your library for a basic forest card, reveal it, put it to your hand, and then shuffle your library. I don't really run that many of them. I think I run four, yep, so four. that could that could potentially suck. I mean, that's a free shuffle. The free shuffle. Um, and then whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, if you control seven or more lands, exile it, and then return it to the Ooh, battlefield, transform. $11. Yeah, I know, right? Yikes. It's crazy. And then she transforms into Nissa Sage Animus. Plus one reveal card. Yeah, great, right? Plus one reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it on the battlefield. Otherwise, put it to your hands, so draw a card. Minus two, put a legendary 4-4 four, four green elemental creature token named... Uh, Shia the Shia, Awoken yep. World. Uh, tokens, want that. Uh, my, uh, token. Token, correct, yes. Can uh, we also my, talk about hashtag Fruffle? Free shuffle? Fruffle. Ooh, I like that. Fruffle sounds, it is. Sounds like a dirty ice cream. I'm in. I'm in. Well, free shuffles are dirty too. <laughs> uh, minus seven, untapped to uh, six target lands. It becomes six, six elemental creatures. They're still lands. So, which I actually kind of like because, again, like I don't have a way to win really sure. outside of like Sarkon and a couple other things. Um, again, it would suck to fail to find on this. See, the reason I run the Nissa in my Atraxa deck 
is because... It's because you run no ramp spells? <laughs> correct. Uh, literally. Yeah. And the plus one for the land thing, I need to get the land. Yeah, right. Uh, and I will... You know, the minus two is fine. The minus seven I'll never do. Your deck just has so much ramp. I just don't right. see this being but I, that but I, useful. But I think... But I do like the fact that, like, I can get to seven lands very quickly through yeah. my commander and stuff and then start getting more incidental value drawing cards from it. Um I think there's like the cuts I made could kind of swap in for each other, right? If it's one or the other. Sure. Um, but I think this, I think Nissa really finds a home in here, right? Gets right. you a card, can be a blocker and a pinch, and also turns into a, a planeswalker, which again, we've all been talking about. So cool. What do you got for me next, my well, man? I'm cutting Heart of Karen. We already talked about it. And yep. I, I know you're okay with it. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about a card that when it came out and was debuted, also in War of the Spark, uh, people <laughs> wanted to make it into the next super friends commander but it's one of those funky abilities that it has to die to have it work Ooh. we're talking roalesque apex hybrid oh yeah Love it. two colorless That's a weatherlight report right there yeah it's a two color rolex if you will rolex <laughs> uh but it works great in this like yeah, yeah I two think colorless right. green green blue Legendary creature, human mutant. It's a mythic. Mythic. Uh, four five. And hey, Squee, you just asked. It's a dollar nineteen mythic. Yeah, totally. So are it. there two dollar mythics? Yes. yes. Are there ones that may be a dollar close to it? Uh, it's flying trample. Uh, relevant. Relevant. Right. Uh, whenever it ETBs, put two plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control. You're gonna have a token or yeah. something that you can so, throw that anything. on. Anything. Uh, and your commander. Actually, to be fair, this turns Arboral Grazer into a two five blocker. Yeah. Yeah, why not, right? And yeah. attacker. Oh, correct. Because yes, it doesn't absolutely. have defender. Uh, but the more important thing, when Rolesque dies, which is why it's not good as a commander, because it has to go to <laughs> yes. the graveyard. Like a lender of the Dusk Rose. Yes. Like about, right? uh, when it dies, proliferate, then proliferate again. Yeah. It's great. No, no I agree. I wish I had one. Dollar um, nineteen. Yeah. Well, well worth it in these colors. Does exactly what we want. It blocks. It flies. Does literally everything that we can. Don't possibly say want. we didn't warn you. <laughs> Well, uh, what yes. is your personal recommendation? How are you breaking the budget? Okay, so I'm I'm really not, but because it's me. <laughs> I know. Um, I think mine's like seventy cents. Is it okay? Yeah, mine too. <laughs> um, so I'm actually like we talked about. I tried to force this on you, and I, in retrospect, realize I'm wrong. So I'm actually going to cut deploy the gate watch. And why are you going to cut it? Because I think it's a really good card in standard, but. Uh, or in limited when this came out, and but more importantly, singleton format, singleton format, and I've realized since I was like looking through this and thinking through this deck, if I get two planeswalkers, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> like in some decks, like if you if you pulled if you like ripped like a, an Ashiok and an Elspeth or something like that, sure. like some sort or like uh, do degenerate things, vampiric tutor, right? And yeah, then this. or like you get a little any of the Lilianas or any of these like kind of big like beefy. Um, planeswalkers that people like and are expensive. Yeah, but if I get a do if I get two Dovins, all right. right. Like I guess you guys don't have a combat step for a turn. <laughs> um, so I think it's fine. It's expensive and that sort of thing. Um, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut it for a card where when we were playing at uh, level one on our first time we were there after our very much ill-fated debate, um, some guy played this as a super friend commander and honestly. If it had green in it, I think it would be better. Recent card coming out, one of my favorite defenders, Pramicon Sky oh, Rampart. Yeah. I almost <laughs> Did you? Okay, yeah, one. yeah. So uh, it comes in and it's Jeskai or America, if you will. Blue, America. Yeah. 
Uh, blue, and red, white, and it's a wall. Mm. Love it. I wish it had green in it so bad so I could run in Arcades, but it's a 1-5 flying defender. Great blocker, right? Yep. Awesome blocker. Um, as it enters the battlefield, choose left or right. Each player may only attack the nearest opponent in the chosen direction, and Planeswalker is controlled by that opponent. Hashtag frustrated 40 life in a dash oh, recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because I actually tutored this up in my god deck to prevent oh, the yeah. god oh, player oh, from killing right, me. Right. <laughs> and then sweet Tarasidani, his lands made him kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like... No, you don't. You don't have the, one five, you pick the direction they're swinging. That's and, key in a Planeswalker right. deck. Uh, I wish it's even could, like I think I think the bigger key is you're cutting off three people from attacking you to one, right? Yeah. Like even if the person next to you is playing elves or beaters, you have answers to deal with that. Right? That's why people talk about planeswalkers now that their CMC's lower because of war being great and standard and pioneer, right? Versus planeswalkers are okay. Do they fit? In yeah, the right. Yeah. It's more battle cruiser, big yeah, mana. Yeah, yeah. Do you get more than one activation out of it? This makes it to where you turn it into a standard game. You right. got to deal with me, man, and that's yep. it. It's you and you, right? And like. The only thing that sucks with this is I have really no... I have, like, one or two recursion pieces, which kind of sucks, right? Mm -hmm. I wish I had more. Um, but I just think that if I could... So, we're lowering the curve by three, yep. right? Or four. Three, yeah. <laughs> maths. Quick maths. Um, and I just think this card's really cool, right? Like, I liked it when it got spoiled. I think it's really a fun card. Um, I've been trying to find a deck to put it in. I think this is definitely a winner. Um, I also think that if you're trying to do a budget... If you're also trying to do a budget Planes regular Walkers. friends, oh yeah, great commander, right? Absolutely. When we played this at uh, level one, a guy literally just won off this and Elspeth because we couldn't do like literally no one could do anything about it. I mean, there are things called removal Correct. spells, and I think he had lightning greaves on this, which is oh. kind of crazy. Or so, or it's there's some. How, sort how of does a wall wear shoes? I don't know, man. Like, how does how does a human wear two pairs of shoes? Different I'm, actually, I'm actually interesting. Oh, I mean, here we how, go. Do you, how do you jam or, a cat? Like, what are well, we talking yeah, about Jam a cat, thank you. Um, no, you wear the uh, the wet socks or whatever they call those things. The water socks. Uh, water shoes? Yeah, you wear those oh. underneath a pair of boots. Uh, dude, I remember horrors as a kid of those things smelling terrible after you like go in the lake or something <laughs> yes. god all, all right. right what do you got for me you said you have 70 cents so gideon jura's out oh three my boy, my boy. White, white. What, is this, what is this three times <laughs> three yes. times six colorless it's just like uh your dread horde invasion they will not have yes, a home. It, it does it does uh plus two just during target opponents next turn creatures that player controls attacks gideon jura if able. Minus two. Destroy target tap creature. Zero. Until end of turn he becomes a 6-6. Six, six. It's still a planeswalker. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to him this turn. He I, is made I for will, standard. I will, I, will, for I will say that when I played this one time with a uh, friend of the show, Marketing Ross, he was playing my ninja's deck and I completely stopped his deck because he couldn't attack me and get the ninja triggers. And that being said, guess who's specced on this card? Because I got these at like 30 cents and they're like a buck 70 now. So suck it. <laughs> well, we're going to cut it for no. a possible win condition. Card, you have a special home for in your heart. And I think with the amount of cards you draw on this deck, you'll make it really good. And with the amount of mana, you might be able to win in one turn. We're talking approach of the second. Oh my gosh! Sun. Yeah. Uh, yes. Six colorless okay, white. Yes, I like sorcery. It. I like it. Buck twenty-eight. If Approach of the Second Sun was cast from your hand and you've cast another spell named Approach of the Second Sun this game, you win the game. 
Otherwise, put Approach into its owner's library, seventh from the top, and you gain seven life. With the amount of card draw we've talked <laughs> yes, about, yeah. you've been like, I've been mana flooded. I think it's very realistic through your Planeswalker draw effects. You could pay 14 mana in a turn and win. Oh, easy. Yeah. I believe that's a one turn. Hi-ya! Hi-ya! And yeah. I get, and also I have two copies of this floating around somewhere. So I think this oh, is yes, better than getting so. I also have a copy of this if anybody needs one. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, but you just said you have two copies. Yeah, of it. but like I looked at it, it's like <laughs> one stacking them up. One's in Zer, one's in Maze's End. I kind of want them there, but no, this is awesome. Yes, yeah. I I completely agree. I don't have any other. I don't have that many win cons. This also worst case scenario gains me seven. Yeah, kind of buys me some time. Um, well, yeah. think of it this way: once you cast it and you, it buys you some time, the thought in everyone else's head is like, oh god, we have to kill him. Yeah, yes, we can't worry about the planeswalkers now. Right. So now it's just taking all the eye away from that. Now people are hitting you, and I assume you would be fine if people attack you instead of your planes. Yeah, because at this because point you're I'll not have a die in yeah, a rotation. Yeah, right now I'll have a gazillion life because of all this other stuff I'm doing. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. What? Very. What is this? How many? You've cut this out of what? Two decks of yours? So and many. Finally come, and now, granted, I did cut it out of my Jeskai deck because we don't understand magic rules. Oh yes, correct. <laughs> correct. You, you cannot copy the spell. As on the it stack. turns out, I can't read again. I can't speak. You can't read. It's a perfect thing. We need. We just combine ourselves, my eyes, with glasses. Your mouth. Preferably, help us. Well, yes. preferably, I'm happy everyone made it until the end. And you know, as promised, here's some details about our giveaway from our sponsor, Level One Game Shop. We're going to be giving away, as part of the Orzov bundle, a Heliod's Intervention, Ooh, a Graph Digger's Cage, oh yes, no way, Merciless Eviction, yep. and a Combal Console of Allocation. Whoa! So that is not the commander. Is it? That is not the commander. Very good. So obviously, we're in Orzov. And you guys have heard some of the stuff that we're doing, so I'm curious if any of you guys have guesses on what the deck's gonna be. Uh, but to enter, it's extremely simple. Just help promote the content that we already are putting out there. You get an entry for every single interaction you do with us on social media, like liking the post, retweeting, following our respective accounts, as well as the main account. Uh, we're gonna announce the winner on MTG Action 4 News, April 7th, and social media soon after. And yes, we're gonna be doing giveaways every single month. It could be a sweet little starter deck like this. It could be a really sweet card. It really depends on what level one hooks us up with. Uh, but you know what? We'd love some positive feedback on your podcast platform if you enjoyed it leave it if you don't kick rocks uh, <laughs> and if you'd like to know more ways you can reach out to us uh, and find other ways to enter into the contest here's how you can do that you can reach me at mr comma number five on twitter all spelled out except for the five biggie tucky tuck where can they reach a you a you i'm still on i'm still on twitter against my will you it's, like it it's all right uh it's <laughs> it's i it's what, what is this nelly uh this chris, oh, chris tucker if you will oh yeah like it uh it's Band-Aid. at yeah <laughs> uh, it's at big tuck tweeting on twitter um a couple of the shout outs real quick vorthos nords you can suck it for uh chuck the, the slice time, good yes, to see so. you thanks for having my back as always and finally dan pv you know who you are and you can also eat it Ooh, <laughs> uh you can reach our main account at cmd tower on twitter as well you can go to our website cmdtower.com Basically, type in CMD Tower anywhere, not Command Tower, CMD yes. Tower, uh, you'll find our content. Squee, if they want to engage you and your production team for their own projects, how would they do that? Oh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Rich Chaos Records. You can find me at Dear Squee at Suckit.com still. 
And you can also find me on Twitter at Dear Squee. We gotta buy that handle. I've, I've destroyed. <laughs> I've I've heard suck it from so many people and so many things in my life. And what's funny is my. I can tell the story later. Sorry, cut that out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He does music. He does podcasts. He has a full studio if you're in the KC metro area. Well, I don't know why I said podcasts. Clearly he does because he's doing this. Um, but you know what? You can also send stuff over the series of tubes. Everyone do your mm. hand gestures. I've heard it's pretty good. You know, he, he can definitely hook you up. If you want to find other ways to help support the show and our sponsor with the orders you're already doing, head over to level1gameshop.com. And when you place an order in the order notes, just type in suck it or CMD Tower. <laughs> So that they know that you came from the collective. I would love that to be our tracker. God damn it. I've created a monster. (laughs) Outside of their own storefront, they also do have a cool TCG player store with an over 99% accuracy rating. And like Big Tuck had mentioned earlier, crazy competitive prices. Uh, They also do have that I thought you were going to say suck it. (laughs) They also have a sweet CMD tower playmat and sleeves, as well as everything else that you need from an MTG and other game perspective. Side note, we really need to just get a sticker that is just clear and once you peel it off and put it, you can barely see it. It just says suck it. Or have Mr. Magoo design our CMD Tower uh, labels and just in the tiniest of fonts, just say suck it. Suck it. Uh, if you want to know more ways to support the suck it and as well as hook up our... Oh, God, I already did that. We're on a roll. Another way you can help us out is head over to patreon.com slash CMD Tower. Clearly, we're not a magic podcast. We're a hilarious podcast. Uh, we got different reward tiers from as simple as Discord access to even getting a guest spot on the show uh, to talk about your own sweet, sweet brew, as well as each tier does give you additional entries into those monthly giveaways. And of course, thank you to the now defunct Pink Royal for the music they provided in the beginning and the end of the episodes. So, big a tucky tuck. What else we want to talk about? Regular friends unite. A tucky tuck track? I mean, I don't know if they're saying, I think we left no stone unturned on it. Um, no, it's like. I think a lot of people think about Planeswalkers as like super expensive, and I guess spend all this money on doubling season and chain veil and all this other stuff. And I think this is a really good example of, for those who are out there who are a little more budget conscious that you can build a you can build a deck that does very similar things, kind of has the same uh, machinations behind it, is sort of interactive, sort of stacksy. However you want to build it, right? You can build yeah. this a, a bunch of different ways. Um, but I would recommend everyone out there if you're if you're into deck building, build a super friends deck or a regular friends deck, preferably, so I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> and and again, like I said, you can build this for 100 200 bucks. So it, yeah, it's no, a, it's it, a fun deck, and and it's different. And and again, these colors, like we've talked about before, are kind of horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like on hence, their hence why Mister Combos refusing <laughs> to build it. Yes, exactly. So I will never have my path to thirty-two complete because Big Tuck already took the one good idea. Yeah, the one good idea, which is ironically your idea that you will become your own monster. Uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you finally did get a Super Friends deck, regular yep. Friends, whatever we want to call it. Uh, just because you did talk so much trash about Super Friends <laughs> decks for so long. But now you have one and you see how fun it is. It is, it is uh, quite You fun. know, always being, even if you don't have mana to cast things, being able to do your Planeswalker abilities, which is basically free spells, once you get the first yeah, right, go yeah. around, uh, is always a good time. And we're going to end on this note. You really need to get some sleeves that are just generic office workers for this deck, <laughs> since they're regular people too. See ya! See ya! Suck it! Suck it!